now, uh, likely all of you all heard the results of the election. Uh, Gavin Newsom successfully resisted an attempt by the GOP to recall him from that office. Let's hear what he had to say, and then the, um, his opponent, Larry Elder, what he had to say. And then we'll have our guest, Bill Gallegos, comment. Here's a week enjoying an overwhelmingly uh, no vote tonight here in the state of California. Uh, but no is not the only thing that was expressed tonight. Uh, I want to focus on what we said yes to as a state. We said yes to science. We said yes to vaccines. We said yes to ending this pandemic. We said yes to people's right to vote without fear of fake fraud or voter suppression. We said yes to women's fundamental constitutional right to decide for herself what she does with her body and her fate and future. We said yes to diversity. We said yes to inclusion. And I think about just in the last few days, the former president put out saying this election was rigged. Democracy is not a football. You don't throw it around. More like a, I don't know, antique base. You keep dropping and smashing in a million different pieces. And, and that's what we're capable of doing if we don't stand up to meet the moment and push back. Tonight, I'm humbled, grateful, but resolved in the spirit of my political hero, Robert Kennedy, to make more gentle the life of this world. Thank you all very much, and thank you to 40 million Americans, 40 million Californians. Thank you for rejecting this. As you know, my opponent, Governor Gavin Newsom, come on, let's, let's, let's be gracious, let's be gracious in defeat. And by the way, we may have lost the, the battle, but we are going to win the war. Notice that all these people, whether Barack Obama or Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders, all of whom cut a commercial for Gavin Newsom, notice they never said the following words. Gavin Newsom has a, done a good job for the people of California. It's a Republican takeover. White supremacists, say hello to the black face of white supremacy. Hey. Don't laugh, don't laugh. I worked hard for that title. He worked hard for that title, oh my God. Um, I'd like to welcome Bill Gallegos, longtime Chicano liberation and environmental uh, justice activist. Bill, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Margaret. <laughs> well, he admitted it himself, right? I mean, Black Lives Matter did say that um, he supports white supremacist policies in a lot of ways. He's to the right of uh, of Donald Trump. So I guess that is a, a new level of political sophistication to understand that somebody could look like me or Larry Elder of African descent or be brown and 
be a white supremacist. But Bill Gaia goes, your analysis of this, what does this uh, victory mean, not only in California, but uh, moving forward? Just go for it and give us your analysis of the whole thing. Well, Margaret, I think it, it uh, represents, again, the potential power of the new majority in California. So this, Gavin Newsom uh, retained his office because of the votes primarily of voters of color and younger progressive white voters. This is extremely important. It's a, an extremely important united front that should be looking to the future and the kind of policies that we want this governor, this legislature, and this state to adopt. Medicare for all, a, a really robust anti-poverty program, cutting down our prison system and reinvesting those resources in a jobs program to build the housing that we need, the affordable housing that we need, to create the uh, educational infrastructure that we need, to, tr to fund our schools at the level where we can have class sizes of 20. So I think there's a lot that uh, was at stake in this election, obviously, and it was an overwhelming defeat for this new Confederate right led by Larry Elder in California, and they won't go away. I think we should assume that they will change their tactics to focus more on local elections and recalls. But this is, uh, this is something that we should keep our eye on and re recognize that it's not important just to defeat them, but they must be overwhelmingly rejected. But I think now is the time for folks in our communities, the Black, Brown, API, and Indigenous communities and our progressive white allies to look at the agenda that we need for California because that agenda is not represented sufficiently by Gavin Newsom. It's important that we rejected this recall, but there's a long way to go towards addressing the fact that California has the highest poverty rate in the country, even though we're the fifth largest economy. That is unconscionable, that's appalling. And now we have a chance because of the power that we have demonstrated in this election to really come together and advance a truly progressive a necessary agenda. Right, and and what about the the national implications? Because uh, you know the midterms are coming up. Um, just a, about a week or and a half ago or so, we saw uh, Biden uh, slipping in the polls as people become more concerned about the Delta variant. And one has to wonder if what happened in California, because here you had a candidate so tied to Trump, and we know that uh, Trump basically owns the Republican Party right now. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And in fact, a bunch of them are planning on showing up this coming Saturday, the 18th, in Washington, D.C., to free the quote-unquote political prisoners, the ones who uh, were part of the insurrection of uh, January 6th. So it's a, a very dangerous and a very divisive time. So do you think the California result, what lessons do you think that holds for um, the midterm elections of 2022 and what folks need to be paying attention to? Bill Gallegos. Well, I think, there's, I think there's a couple of things. I think, one, this should be seen as a support for the progressive wing, the emerging progressive wing of the Democratic Party. So they should take heart from these results and double down on their efforts inside, for example, on the infrastructure bill, on voting rights. So this should be seen as a signal to them that their politics have tremendous public support. The second thing is for the Democratic Party leadership, 
they have to look at California and say they've got to double down for the 2022 elections and 2024 elections on really reaching out, engaging, and supporting the agenda of communities of color and, the, and our white allies that have supported that agenda on climate change, on economic inequality, on voting rights, on women's rights. So this is the, chance, this is the opportunity they have now to really uh, put the resources, they put $70 million into defeating this recall. Well, they need to be looking at Texas. They need to be looking at Louisiana. They need to be looking at Mississippi and Arizona and these areas where um, there is an emerging majority of people of color and really understand that this is where they need to double down on their resources. Georgia is an important one. So I think this is the lesson that they need to learn is that the idea of just going after the soccer moms, well, that's important, is not enough. You know, just going after the uh, conservative Democrats, well, that's important, is not enough. They've really got to go after this emerging new majority. And really, not that doesn't just mean get out to get our votes. It means supporting our agenda. Right. Give people something to come out and vote for. We, we just have a, about a minute or so, but uh, Bill, you know, it used to be said it's the economy stupid. And now people are saying, well, it's COVID stupid. I mean, Newsom did not seem to lose anything because of, uh, you know, the stance that he has taken in terms of, of COVID protections. And of course, LA Unified School District taking the position of, of mandating uh, vaccines, et cetera. So, uh, your, your thoughts on, on this, because, you know, things are spiking and this has still become such a cultural uh, fight now around COVID uh, protections. But California, um, to its credit, did jump out early and still with the danger of the recall election, uh, the governor still came out strongly for COVID protections. Uh, quick comment, Bill Gallegos. Well, you know, clearly the pandemic hasn't got, gone away here in California or nationally. And as um, your listeners know, the harshest burden of that, the suffering and the deaths have fallen hardest on black and brown communities. And that hasn't changed. So the governor and the legislature need to look at this and think about enhancing the policies that they have now. So I think I, I kudos to the United Teachers of Los Angeles and the LA Unified School District for really saying that the lives of our children, the lives of our teachers, the lives of our communities come first. That's the first thing that we need is to safeguard the health of our children so that they can learn. And I think that has to be the signal for California as a whole.